G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast live, talking captains and trade targets today, some hot takes and answering your questions. Let's go! I can't look at the fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And this uh, strapping, handsome gentleman staring down the barrel of the camera next to me is Luke Rogerson. How are you, mate? Good. I thought you just called me a strap on. What's, <laughs> what's going on here? It's, you know, you're Only... just staring down the barrel, giving us your best blue steel. So... Thank you. And I have. It's, it's taken a full year almost for someone to realise that I just love looking at myself on the monitor the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <mate>. You guys <laughs> should see this guy watch the uh, the production after the fact oh, and record it. Absolutely, mate. Just fast forward to my gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost didn't make it today. I had to... I've gone yeah, to, we, I've we gone to come a bit, a bit late today. But. Gone to come over and then realised I didn't have the laptop. Had to race back to work, come back here. Um, it was a Shamal's bar. Hustling, we're, hustling. we're here in the end and um, I'm going to endeavour to make a little bit more eye contact for, for the people at home. You know, we, we really should just move the monitor over the top of the camera so we can fool people. Oh, I, can, I don't know, though. You, you can barely read the, the comments on the thing as it is right now. If we put it first. Further away, I need binoculars. <laughs> yeah, you'll need like one of the commentators in there just getting oh, out yeah. to watch the games. Yeah, the you Bruce know. McAvaney's just like, absolutely. Bang, bang so, mate, week twenty-one coming up. We are down to the last yeah. four weeks of the season. It Fucking is uh, fantasy finals are on. Um, I've got the bye week though for the content creators cup. So I'm, you're sitting pretty, aren't you? I've been having a pretty relaxed week. You know, just yep. kind of not taking. You know, this week too seriously in terms of my stress levels. Um, hasn't been too much news as well either in terms of fantasy bullets until uh, one uh, Took Miller was suspended, which we'll yes. talk about soon. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A um, stress-free week. I mean, I thought you, to be honest, I thought you'd be be happy because it looked like you get the sack. <laughs> I was going to go with a with a no. bit of a similar joke later on, but no, you beat me to it. Sorry, you sorry. Beat me to it. Full disclaimer: <laughs> I dead set stole that off a Twitter comment section. Oh. This so that that's not even my own gear. I was sitting on the shitter this morning and have a look and going, "Fuck, that'll go good on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> He'll take it from anywhere these days. Uh, yeah, no. So I was I was full ready to trade out Lockie Neal, but now it's uh, it's Tuke Miller. He's got to go. So he is yep. getting the sack from Mitchman this week. But let's go through some of the Thursday team reactions and sort of what we've noticed. Yep. Nothing hugely relevant. A couple of small wins. Uh, Nank is back in, but interestingly, Soldo is still in as well. Double rock. Yeah, double rock for Richmond, which we don't often do. Do you think um, that that impacts um, English. our big boy English? What do you think? I think it does. Now, it's funny because I think Soldo has actually proved to be a harder matchup fantasy points-wise, whilst he's been there compared to what Nank was really? previously. Because Nank was actually weird. given up a fair amount of fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the I think the first week that we brought in um, Big Speaker No was the the week he versed <laughs> Richmond and, and went 140-plus last time they played Great each other. Trading. So, um, yeah, I believe that that is probably not a good thing for English's um, fantasy output this week. So... Just something to note there. Surely um, he still makes the big boys, but... He's on the big boys. He's on the big boys. Okay. But it was kind of just... I was deciding between him and Bont, and it was just enough for me to put him 
below uh, the big balls and pelly. Um, I decided. I decided, despite all the treason we referred to earlier in the week, I. I well, am, you're wearing the shirt. You, you're back on forward. I will still use the big boys. I'm just going to flip the list upside down. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, the bottom five has probably been. That be dog shit the, the last the couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My captains have been going great. Thank you. <laughs> um, the other one for the Richmond team here, Jaden Short is back. Shouldy. Um, I think I flagged a few weeks ago before he got injured. It might have been the weekend he did get injured that he was someone that I was potentially looking at as a bit of a point of difference in our defense line. Yeah. But I don't think you can bring him back in with the first week. But I do understand. I think we've got Saints next week. So just maybe watch Jaden Short as a bit yeah. of a, um, you know, bit of a eye just in case he goes off and, uh, and he's has a great matchup next week with a pod potential. Ed Richards is also back for the dogs. And I don't know what this does for Caleb Daniel. It, I'll, I'll is give you the answer. He's someone it that does. you're potentially trading out this week. Potentially. You're trading? He's signed, gone. sealed, and delivered. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair hey, enough. That's what I was going to say. It doesn't matter what Ed Richards is doing because Caleb Daniel shan't be getting a oh, look at the on. Oxlongs anymore. Yeah, yeah well, he, well if, as long as he's in the Oxlongs, you can't be the Oxlongs. You're still the Ox Shorts. Correct. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. you've got him in, inside. In stature and in scoring potential. <laughs> That's right. Rubbish. Caleb Daniel. So he's been chop suey this week. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah I, Kung Fu Casey on I wouldn't be surprised though, and you'll probably hate me saying this, but I reckon Ed Rich is in. Daniel's back into the midfield. Oh, he, scoring 120 this week. I reckon book it in. The, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. The, the minute I trade him, he'll, <laughs> he'll go and go big. But the, see, the problem is you can't ride the Bevo carousel. No, no, like, you I, can't. You if, can't. I feel, if, I feel so much more relaxed when I watch the dogs without Jack McRae. Even though he put up, I think it was 107 last week, he's back in the midfield. And it does make me slightly sick. But just knowing that I don't have to watch him tonight, I feel much better about it. It's too stressful. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm putting out there. But um, some great comments coming in at the moment. I think um, somebody's ripping on your shirt, not an NBA podcast. I mean, even if it was an NBA podcast, you wouldn't wear that shirt. But, <laughs> hold on, hold on. The Celtics. And someone wants to see Luke's big boys. Um, but I, oh. can, I can guarantee you, you don't want to see that. <laughs> you do not want to see that. I think he means he captains, mate. Not Oh, not oh. me big boys. <laughs> <laughs> not me Took Millers. <laughs> took Millers. He's Orcos. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> yeah, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Mini Monk's endorsing the uh, the short move, Correct. And I did look at it a few weeks ago. I'd, I'd be nervous bringing in the first week after an injury, but... But when, when Mini Monk talks, we listen, because he's yeah, very yeah. well-credentialed. So, um, check just... that out in the comments section. Make sure you're playing along in the comments, because there's um, some very well-credentialed coaches that, that get around in there. So. Probably more knowledge in the comments than here on this podcast. Correct, but, correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep moving along. Took Millers suspended what what are you thinking about the suspension i don't know how i feel about it in terms of like i feel like i don't know if two could do that on purpose or anything like that i mean like i don't know how soft are we now that we're suspending people for you can't you can't grab those nuts i, I can't talk on it i'm too jaded I, I don't i'm not the biggest brisbane fan i'm not the biggest zorko fan so i feel like anything i yeah. say on it maybe is, maybe is that's jaded. maybe that's you know too jaded. my thoughts there but he's, he's a must trade i yep. think obviously anyone out um, any amount of time at this point is a trade. So he goes for me this week. And another thing to note here that um, Elijah Sardis, I want to say, he's been named to debut this week. And um, yeah, his price is now officially ruined for next season, which is a shame. It sucks because he's um, he was he's a, a bit of a pig at, at he, VFL level. From he, what I he's a great scorer. He was highly touted um, youngster. He's been sort of someone that I've been eyeing off this entire year, but you get to this point now and it just doesn't matter. You don't want um, him to. Because we're not going to trade him in. He's 290 or something K. So I mean, that can. there's sometimes a risk with that, isn't there? Because you get to the end of the season. I know I know. Um, 
Essendon are still competing, but you do yeah. sometimes get to the end of the season and those rookies get wheeled out and you think, oh, maybe just hang on for the for the off-season. Is but there any risk that he pushes someone from Essendon out of the midfield a little bit? Like, does Merritt play, like, just a tiny bit more forward or do we see less time for someone like a Hobbs in there or something like that? Like The only thing the only thing I can foresee in that regard is we know that... Eagles. Well, that's what I was going to go. Yeah. So we know they've got the Eagles into North Melbourne if yeah. they were, for whatever reason, up big... Maybe, mm. um, but I think Just throwing some things around, experimenting. You know, I think you still have to look at those matchups as juicy options for so like too. trading in Parish this week. Obviously, oh, so they go a lot forward, of people got merit. Probably kick snags potentially. So, yeah, so, not, not the worst thing in the world. Not too flaggy that one. Um, Sam Frost. I also wanted to flag. So uh, that was terrible. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was me Frost mode. <laughs> I know. You didn't like that? Oh, geez, that was uh, what's that? The Batman Forever movie where Mr. Freeze, yeah, Mr. Freeze, Arnie. <laughs> Ice to meet you. That was that kind of level right there. Ice to meet you. I haven't um, seen that in so long. Good year. That the one, production though. quality yeah, of that movie oh, is amazing. Dog shit. Uh, but he's injured, so we've got Blank in, Frost out. There's still it's probably bad news for Sicily because you've still got two. You know, well, only one other key defender in there outside yeah. of Sicily. So I still think he is in that second tall role. So. Again, someone, if you don't have Sisley, I'm not super rushed to jump and get him into my side until I see him as that third um, tall in uh, for Hawthorne. Yeah. Uh, Which has been strange because people have fallen over themselves to get him in. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I've dodged a little bit of a bullet in the fact that I wasn't able to get him in and he's kind of underperformed compared to what people expected. Yeah, especially with the run that people were all falling over themselves yeah. and, um, you know, getting really excited about, which was there, but obviously... I mean, he had the 120, but yeah. we sort of said he was kind of lucky to get there. So Still think he's going to be top six, so clarify Could come that. out and score 130 this week. Um, Mason Cox was omitted, so yep. the goals have been thrown in the bin, at least for this week, and imagine if, I think this is the boost for Darcy Cameron. Imagine if Cox got... Grabbed on the, the pecker. Oh, yeah. Cox on the Cox. Cox on the Cox. Bit yeah, co- Cox squared. Bit of, <laughs> bit of Cox on Cox. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, luckily, that no option mm. for that to happen this week. Um, so, Darcy Cameron, is this enough for you if you were Cameron owner to not trade him this week? They've got Hawthorne, I think, I want to say. So, it's a tough matchup with Reeves back, but they, yeah. Reeves obviously is the only Ruckman there, I think, with um, Meek omitted. Who was the young fella that did a little bit of rucking up on the Gold Coast um, when... Um, Cameron saw that light spell when they took on Wits. Was it, um, I was going to say Frampton, was it? Frampton, yes. Yeah, Frampton. I think they've also got um, that guy who used to play for Brisbane, who I'm drawing a blank on. Mixed day. Mixed day. We always draw a blank on poor, poor Dan, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. He's not a memorable guy. Uh, so, <laughs> Says us. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're super memorable. Um, um, yeah, so he, I think he's still in the side, so he might be doing a bit of Chop out rocking. Yeah, I think my answer to the the question is is yeah, it probably is enough to keep him in your team, but it's also dependent on who else you've got there. So yeah. if he's the effectively your last he's guy on your team, player. yeah, still trade him out. But if you're he still hasn't gone huge really at any point this season, so if you're still running like a, a Mills or a um, maybe like the Berg, or then yeah. you might look to trade those They're guys out ahead for of him. him. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, Tom Green is back. And also a couple other injuries. Adam Chera is out injured, and the Big O is out injured. So for those rocking with a um, Luke Jackson, yep. that's a bit of a boost for his matchup this week. So again, similar to a Darcy Cameron, maybe he falls down the pecking order in terms of trade outs. Um, Adam Chera, I've highlighted here just for the uh, the Doherty factor as well. So no um, Chera, obviously, yep. no Walsh now. Yep. Um, so yeah, Doherty looks like he's going to be still inside a fair bit, even mm. though I think Kerno is back in. I still imagine that Doherty is going to be inside a little bit. Do you, what uh, do you, so St Kilda, St. Kilda is, is where yes. I was going to go with that. Do you think that's better or, or worse for the doctor? 
I think it's probably better. I think it's probably better. He he finds space wherever. He does. Um, it just gives him access to a few more tackles. I think so. Okay. I think I think it is a slight boost for him. Okay. So. Okay. All right. That'll cover the Thursday team reactions. Let's talk about some downgrade targets. Um, downgrade target number one, Dante Vicentini, who I think I just saw in the news earlier that Scott Lysette is going under... He's got some surgery, I think, coming oh, up. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, so this definitely boosts the, I guess, the job security of Vicentini yeah. moving forward. So yeah. 205K, you spend 5K uh, on top of basement and you've got yourself some ruck forward cover there, which is Popped really out like a nice. 50 or something, didn't he? Yeah, well. he played all right, actually. How's he only 205K um, if he's popped a 50? Because his previous game, he had nine points. So his oh, okay. break even would have was been Was he a sub in that high. game or was it just dog shit? Uh, I think he was subbed okay. out, 41%. Yeah. Um, so I think he might have been subbed out. So nine points and 41% still not great, but definitely played better last game. So I think he's the number one trade target. And then the next number two, I've just got any 200K rook. I think we're at the point now where we are starting to throw away yeah. bench spots at what's, this point. What's old mate... Stardus, Stardus, Stardus. He's two hundred ninety thousand. How do you say? So, uh, Sardis, I Sardis. Say. Oh, okay, he's exy. He's yeah, exy rook. Two ninety k. I'm not paying that at this point no, of sir. the season. I want cash on field. Even if that means you're banking a whole lot of cash. If you are in that situation, you can do some cool things next week and do some double upgrades and you're sort of playing matchup games and things like that. So I'd be trying to get all the cash on field. Um, you know if. Better to do a 200k playing rook. So if I just double check to see if there are any of those players, uh, I mean you've got blank. He's actually gone down 71k and it's 200k. Uh, Borlas from Adelaide. Uh, Bauer, our boy from Richmond, he's hey. back after doing his hammy. So get get him in. His his cool points per his points per minute on ground would be insane. He yeah, had like three touches good. in thirty seconds and then did a hammy. So get on Bauer. Get, I get, get on Bauer. Uh, Coulthard, who's been the superstar the last couple of games, is in for Richmond as well. So you've got you've got a few things to choose from there. Um, so I think look, throw a dart, pick any of those guys, and. Uh, yeah. And you've got some cover. That's how I'm picking my captains this yeah. week too. <laughs> For sure. Maybe just pick the line that you need the cover in and um, and go that way. That's how I'd probably go. Yep. All right. But in terms of upgrade targets. I need to get the dogs out, eh? Okay. Yeah. Hold on. What's going on? No, it's just I didn't get a chance to take my wheels off after work. Like I said, <laughs> I, I raced in here. So. I was a bit concerned when you said the dogs. I wasn't sure exactly what you meant. Dogs are barking. Um, so Uber Premium. So 900K. My number one target is Darcy Parrish. And he is going to be coming in for me this week. His last three games I know he's got the big like the, the big two game run coming up but his last three games have been what I would say you know like somewhat underwhelming for a guy that 93 108 93 well, mate, before we, then we he went one... back to back 120s so I, I, I think it's still fine my memory like, doesn't go back that far yeah I mean in, in his last five games he's averaging 109 so if you're gonna get a guy who's got West Coast North in the next two weeks and he's averaging 109 in the last five games I'm, I'm Pretty okay with that. Yeah, his last three have been underwhelming, but if your underwhelming games are 93, um, I'm still pretty solid. He does that. have that high floor this year. I, I think um, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit, but I think most people will go there, and I think it's most likely scenario that I go there as well. This time of year, yeah. you've got to try and play those matchups, don't you? Yeah, um, that's 100%. how you're going to get a little bit of a leg up as well as good captain's choice. So, okay, so pa- Parrish is number one. Parrish is number one for me, and Should probably, probably by trade targets fair way. Um, number two, I've got uh, Mr. Dunkley there, just as that guaranteed to the top two or three forward. Um, some little speculation he might get the tag over Neil. I think uh, Team Awesome sources have, really have kind of flagged that. I think it's it's not a, a badge verified Awesome source. Okay, repeating from the the great man Roy from over at the Traders, obviously. But I don't know if I believe that. I'll I still think you can, you can jump on him. 
Am I absolutely making stuff up here or did um, Justin Longmuir come out early this week and said that they'd look at um, like playing Hayden Young or H no, on yes. Neil? That happened, didn't Yeah, it? that did happen, yes. So, so for me, that's an interesting one. Like he's come out and he said, is he just being like a nice upfront, honest bloke or is he is he just throwing a bit of mind Coaches games out there? What do you think? Honest, I'm sure. Um, I, I, don't, I have no idea. Um, I, I struggle to take most... Things that coaches say at face value. That's tough. Um, so we'll talk. I want to. I want to query you a little bit later on about my trades, and and that might um, okay. answer some questions about what to do with Lockie Neal and whatnot yep. as well. So okay. Um, the next one here, as a bit of a smoky, who a lot of people probably aren't looking at this week. That he might still be in some teams from previous weeks before, but I still really like Caleb Sarong. Now, um, similar kind of player in terms of just that super high floor, but. His next two games, Brisbane have actually been giving up a fair amount of points okay. to midfielders in the last several weeks um, as one of the better teams to score against. And then he has West Coast the following week um, at Optus. And he is just someone that I think is somewhat unique and has just displayed an extremely high floor the entire season. Now, some people have been sort of talking about his, you know, not doesn't have a super high ceiling, but yep. I, would, I would challenge that. I feel like he's had at least... A few games over 120. Uh, he's had a 130-plus game. And he's just got so high access to points in terms of his high CBA. Um, he gets a lot of the ball. He tackles strong. Things can can align, and he can pop a big score out, especially in those matchups. So I actually think he's a, is a good trade target if you that. are already an owner of some of the Essendon boys. While we're talking um, sort of Frio, uh, Mini Monk in there uh, as a Frio fan himself, um, thinking that it's more likely to go to Neil. I, I mean, I tend to I, agree I with agree you, I think. Too, yeah. I, I think, think that's, that's most likely. And the conventional thinking. The I fact think. that Frio played really well last week and, and Hayden Young was in that sort of role, I think it, it like makes sense to go back to the yeah. well there, which... which um, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. I was relaying some information. No, no, that's all um, right. So so with your trade target, so we've got Parrish, um, Dunkley, Sarong so far. A- am I right in saying that... Um, these are, you've picked these guys because you they're less highly owned. Like if, if someone doesn't have a bond or someone doesn't have a a merit or whatever, yeah. Are you, are you still going to them prior to going to these guys or? Um, you could. I think it depends. Firstly, are you focusing on your league matchups? Yeah. Are you covering off something that they have or you don't have, or, or vice versa? Are you focusing on climbing rank? Because I think a lot of people in the top one hundred, top one thousand, have merit already. And if say you didn't have both a merit and a parish, yeah. I might be tempted to go Parish over a merit just to, to just to be something a bit different. Um, they both got the same good matchup. Maybe there's some attention that goes to merit, like what happened, I think, last time. If I if I was ranked like in the entrenched in the top 100, I'd go the safe. You'd probably option, go merit, but, yeah. But yeah. if you were like sort of maybe where I am at 400 or whatever, have a swing. Maybe maybe go for someone like a Darcy Parish and yeah. uh, have a go. I think that's that's definitely a play. Yeah, I think that move has merit. Yeah. Oh, and it's the right team. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally worked. It's finally worked. Um, and the last one in that sort of 900k plus bracket, I have Rory Laird here now. Uh, Bales has been sort of a bit spooked on the tag potentially coming his way, but yep. Tuke Miller is omitted. So I'm mean, not omitted. Sorry, suspended. So he's not doing the tag. But I think it's been Swallow that's gone to him the last few times. Yep. He was in the midfield a little bit last week. Maybe I don't know if they tag him from the get go, but if he starts going well, they jump on him. But I still think he could be a decent trade target if you want to jump on him. Who's Probably the lowest, lowliest owned of all these guys. I think so too. I, it's it's really tough. I, if you just sort of ask me in isolation without matchups, without anything, like do you want to have Laird or Parrish in your team? My immediate answer is Laird. And that's yeah. like I've got that thing trying to pick players I want to watch as well. 
Um, See, I, I've got the eye on Laird next week as sort of my target if in terms of my own team. But I, I certainly see a scenario where, where Laird averages more than Parrish in this two-game two stretch. I can see it. I could definitely yeah, see it. It's tough. Um, it's a tough one. So you could definitely go there if you're not a big Parrish fan and, and uh, yeah, take a swing there. Cheaper premiums, number one, Max Gorn. Um I wish this guy was got DPP. Hey? Oh, I Everyone wish I traded him it. last week. To be honest, oh, oh like, you, yeah. you wish you had a gone there. Yeah, I think I wish I. Definitely... You were all but there. I, I peeked at your screen, and that was yeah, effectively. If I didn't have McRae that I couldn't stand to look at anymore, I would have pulled the trigger. But about. I just I I needed that opportunity to get rid of McRae, and uh, look, it would have caught me more points if I went gone instead last week. I'll put it out there. Sometimes you just need to make a mental health trade. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I was, like, I was much more relaxed. Sometimes park fantasy and just think about what's best for your mental health. I still I've got to look at the camera. I'm looking at myself again. Next couple here, guys, have been sort of trades of the the week, the last couple of weeks. Uh, LDU and Sam Flanders, but I still think they're good options. It's not too late, in my opinion. And then the fourth guy here is Josh Kelly. I think I've I've heard the traders sort of pumping him up a little bit. Decent um, three-game stretches on, I he think. He has. I am a little bit nervous about Tom Green coming back into the team and maybe him playing a bit more of a wing role. They also have a bit of a challenging run coming up as well. So he's kind of down the bottom of this list, but he is 800K, and it's Josh fucking Kelly. So That's nuts. He's, he's always a gun. He always finds a way to sort of get his points, yep. but just with the um, run and potential you know, flag of getting more of a wing role with Tom Green back, just scares me off a little bit. And plus, he put up a 30 four weeks ago. And that just, that sucks. <laughs> that really sucks. That's so hard to look past, eh? Hey? <laughs> it is. Like, but if you wanted to go super unique, I don't think many people are going to do it. Yeah. Um, he, probably of all the players we've talked about, is going to be the most unique player. Mm. Um, so, maybe. Maybe you could go there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Should we talk some big boys before we... Uh... Yeah, let's let's do it. All right, well, let me get me graphic ready. Okay, when you're ready. Get your big boys. I can't help myself. I hate the big boys, but I still... <laughs> I was going to say, you I still, still did my dance. I still wear my shirt, but I... Veto the big boys, everyone. Hey, hold on. We don't don't skip. tarnish the brand. I was going to say skip forward, but it's live. You can't, you <laughs> no, can't skip no, no, forward. No, you no. have to listen. They're stuck with us. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, the big boys, I'm confident this Redemption. week. Redemption. I'm confident this well, week. See, last week was tough. We flagged last week was tough. and Last week was tough. Every player scored 140. Just not the one you picked. Last week was tough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my captain scored 120, mate. So, it did, you know, it did. stop you complaining. I, um, I just knew that I, I was all talk on Monday because I knew the minute that I like veered away from the big boys, the big boys would go big. Yeah, so, you, you've given them a rocket and I appreciate that. I've gone and done some soul searching this week <laughs> and I've got, I've actually, I've actually cheated and I've looked ahead and I know the scores and this is the top 10. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So listen up here, guys. Number one. And those who have him, you've got the easiest decision this week in terms of your, your VC and Cs. Max Gorn is my number one versus North Melbourne. Um, right. He is coming up against an easy matchup yep. since coming in and being the number one ruck the last three weeks. He's averaging over 130 points. <laughs> Grundy is, I don't think, anywhere to be cited now in four minutes if he is named in the team this will change, but I don't bit, think that's going to happen. There seems to be a little bit of a trend, the big boys just changing. Maybe you should change it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no changes. No you, one tag me in any podcasts yeah. or, or any alarming videos. You should, st- you should change them on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> 
Yeah, after the fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but Max Gorn is my number one big boy this week. I think okay. he's going to monster North Melbourne. And, That's uh, tough. They've been giving up points to Ruckman. Even Rowan Marshall on a dodgy ankle scores one twenty plus against them. So Gorn is going to he's going to go big. That's tough. Looking at a big boy at number one that we don't own. I know. Yeah, I, don't I thought him. this was a selfish podcast. I thought we just did things that suited ourselves. Yeah, it, it, I try to do that way, but it doesn't work <laughs> most of the time. So uh, Max Gorn number one. Number two, I have Zach Merritt. So if you are a Max Gorn owner, I think the easiest thing to do this week is VC Merritt and go into Max Gorn. I think that's the best play for yep. this week. Number three, and the tough part about this one here, my next best option is Jordan Dawson versus Gold Coast. But the shit thing is he plays about 20 minutes after Zach Merritt's game starts. So you can't VC a Merritt and go into a Dawson. You have to pick between the two. Um, Unless so, Merritt has 100 points in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, sure. If, if that happens, then, <laughs> then yeah. If he has a 70-point first quarter, then you can lock that away. But, but the minute you lock it away, you know he's going to hurt his fucking hamstring yeah, or something. Yeah, that's right. So I think with this one, you've got to pick between the two. I've gone Zach Merritt just because of the potential matchup. He's gone 150 several times this year. So he is my number two. Dawson is my number three. But if you wanted to go against the grain, because I think Merritt will be popular this week, I do like Jordan Dawson. He just gets it done. His consistency of 120-plus scores is just incredible, averaging 117 points this year. Um, just every week gets it done. So he's number three versus Gold Coast now that Tuke Miller's not there. feel confident in that. These next two or three picks were quite close, but I've split it with Sam Doherty at number four versus St. Kilda and Marcus Bontempelli versus Richmond at number five. I thought, uh, to be perfectly honest, looking at the schedule, I thought we'd have a lot of high VC options tonight. Richmond yes. aren't going to tag. I-, I thought we might be getting involved in those doggies boys. Do you that think- was my initial reaction. I looked at the thing, and but but going based on you know what teams have been giving up. Okay. The last ten rounds, Richmond have actually been more restrictive than you'd think, and okay. I think under the new coach, they give up fewer fantasy points than what they did against Dimmer. And actually, in the last five, they are one of the more restrictive teams versus inside mids. And I think that there's a little bit of... Uh, maybe I've sort of taken into account, I know the fact that a lot of people will go to Bond, and I've kind of just popped a few other players that I do really like this week ahead of him. Well, that was going to be my question, is uh, have you seen anyone else's captain choices? Have they got people... Have they got dogs players? Uh, the only high? one I've seen, I listened to the, the podcast and the traders, and I think Bond was pretty high on the Calvin's yeah. list. The, I can't remember if appeal. it was like two or three or something like that. But the appeal of no tag for Bond is we, we sort of know what he can get. It is but. really good. And last week, he was before a bad... You know, he scored poorly, but he had 43 points or something at yeah. quarter time. So he was on oh, track for a big score. Are we watching the footy together tonight? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's Richmond. Okay. Um, yes, but, but if but Bond's going bigger, we don't have the VC on. Turning it off. But. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be shortly. Mitch will take his toys and go home. Uh, yeah, but I, I really do like Sam Dockley this week. St. Kilda just give up so many points to every position in the ground. They are the second best matchup in the last five for midfielders. Uh, they're the best matchup for wings, defenders, and the designated kickers. Um, so no matter where Doherty plays, he's going to find space. It's under the roof at Marvel. Um, so I just think that it's it's a really great matchup. It's a bit of a unique pick. Um, and I like the idea of going a Merit as a VC option yep. rather than doing a Bont into a Merit because if... 
and and I'm leaning a little bit more on uh, something that Selby said before in his podcast. Pick the best option and use them as a VC, and so your captaincy is almost like a bit of a backup. So I think that's a pretty good play this week. So for me personally, I'm going to be fading Bont as a VC, but definitely is an option. He is in my top five. Mm. Um, he's been killing it. But the other thing is his ceiling scores, and this is very typical for Bont. He's a very high floor player, but in terms of 120-plus scores, compared to a few of these other guys, he's not actually pumping them out as frequently as you would think Doesn't for someone. Doesn't he have a couple of 150s this year? He's got one 150, he's got a couple of 140s, and two 120s. So five scores over 120 this season. It's pretty handy. It's pretty handy, but for someone who's averaging nearly 115, you kind of think that he's doing it every second week, but he's only had five out of 20. So it's a 25% success rate, if you think of it that way. It did genuinely um, take me three weeks to score 120. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, maybe he's, four. He's, oh, don't get me wrong. He's an incredible player, and he's definitely a great option this week. But I just think this week, when you've got merit, is such a good option. I want someone who can really just pop off, you know, like an Errol Goulden or someone like that in a really okay. good matchup before that player. And I just don't know if Bont is that this week, considering that Richmond haven't been giving up as much uh, to midfielders recently. Who have we got to round out the 10? So to round out the 10, this is probably the better list to listen to here. Number six, <laughs> I've got Tim English versus Richmond. Seven, I've got Darcy Parrish up against West Coast. Uh, number eight, I've got Trish- Christian Petrarca versus North Melbourne. North Melbourne are the number one team against mids by a fair way now. Um, and he, and he even if he's forward, he, yeah, he's going to kick some snags. And then Dunkley versus Frio and Errol at GWS. I wanted to find a way to get Errol a bit higher, but GWS are just tough, especially with Tom Green back. They might possess the ball a bit more. Dunkley there with Frio. Frio are a decent matchup, aren't they, for mids in terms of... They're decent. They're not amazing, but they are decent. Okay. Um, I just think there's, there's actually a lot of good options this week, whereas this, last week it was like we were devoid of options. This yeah. week we've actually got a lot to choose from. Oh, we weren't devoid of options. We just picked the wrong ones. Also. <laughs> we were devoid of options. <laughs> I'll repeat that. This is a little bit... I mean, there's a little bit um, of complexity to it, isn't there, once you get this late in the season? Like, your, your team is full of guys. Yeah, that you these guys are all on our team. I almost yeah. prefer the, the simple life where oh, you just yeah. have like two or three guys and you're like, that's a shit matchup. I'm picking this guy this Legit, week. Legit, <laughs> yeah. It's actually much harder to pick through all of these guys that are good, good choices Oh, my as goodness. Well. Okay, before we do some spicy takes, because I've got to think of mine, um, should we have a look at those teams and yes. see what's what? Let's pull them up. I don't think there's too much we're looking for Can here. I play the big boys thing again? Yeah, absolutely. Ole, oh. That's not the big boys, mate. <laughs> <laughs> leave, a bit, leave the button pushing to me. Yeah, I got, I got the mouse, you got the buttons. I should have known red was spicy. Yeah. Which one's big boys? This one here. Big what colour is that? Uh, I don't know. That's orange. orange. Yeah, for captaincy. Like, you know, the, the C is the, the yellow orange. Oh, that's yeah, actually, yeah. that's fair. Always thinking. Uh, you didn't, you didn't so, do that intentionally, did you? Uh, no, I just happened to work out that way. Uh, Kai Lohman, unfortunately, is omitted. So, okay. potential sub. Don't put the captaincy on him. Don't do not do it. Yeah. Could be the sub. Uh, Darcy Fort obviously comes in for Oscar McInerney. And Zach Bailey is back in. Uh, no Grundy, so that's good. Um, Sparrow in. And Jackson Bins, my guy, who I traded in a few weeks ago as my red dot, is making his debut, it seems. And the bin chicken. Um, for Carlton, if I'm just checking that one. Oh, actually, no, that one hasn't been... Why have the other ones been trimmed, but that one hasn't? Hold on. I've celebrated too early watching me drop now. <laughs> uh-huh. Why has the Carlton one not been trimmed? What's happened? Someone in the comments clarify. Yeah, What's I'm not sure. On? That one's still got an extended bench there. But it looks like the the main thing we were looking at here is the Grundy thing, and he's not there. So, 
Max Gorn remains at the top of the Ball Boys Big Boys, so I'm sure that's all people care about um, <laughs> from, from those Sunday teams. Uh, but yes, that, that'll do it for the Sunday squads. Let's talk about some hot takes. No other, no other spicy news from the... No, that's all, pretty, that's all pretty straightforward for that one, I think, today. Okay. Let's, um, let's see how we go. We still haven't purchased any maracas, have we? No, no. Maybe that's the next season purchase. I just saw that Reese here is said that Loman was at the airport and flew over, so just be careful of him. So we got some that's, some sources in the comment section there. That um, reeks of sub to me. Definitely, he Absolutely does seem reeks. like a, a subby type of player. So <laughs> please don't be using him as your loop uh, option. Go with Zebel in guys. as well. Mini Monk said Zebel in. What do we think for the she's? Uh, I, I'm always nervous with Sheezel. Um like last week, we saw him go forward in that last quarter. Now, Zeebel did come on in the third quarter. Mm. So, he didn't go Sticky. forward immediately, but the next break they had, he, he Contributed went Contributed to but it. But it was kind of, from what I've heard from a few people talking about, it was like in an attempt to win the game and you know put a damaging player forward. And they ain't winning this week. Zeebel's hanging up the boots too. Just just park up, Jack, so we can get the she's. Yeah. Yeah, in there, eh? Um, I don't know if it's enough to jump off, but I certainly wouldn't be trading in Sheasel if I didn't have him. I'm happy to sort of let that let that one slide. Yeah, fair enough. All right, what's your spice to take this week, man? No, you go first, mate. You got to think of yours? Yep. All right. <laughs> My spice to take this week. This week is the matchup that we were all worried about at the start of the season. Nick Dacos versus McGuinness. A lot of us were spooked by the tag mm. and uh, held him to like, what was it, 50 points or something in the Why pre-season? Why did we do that? Why did we not start with him? Idiots. Why did we start Idiots with Hayden we Young? Um, yeah. Oh. Oh, we just no, hate ourselves. The tagger. We started with a tagger. Uh, but I reckon just to rub it all in, Nick Dacos just absolutely... Hit- McGuinness will go to him. He'll tag him. In the midfield even? Yep. He'll get the, he'll get in there and Nick okay. Dacos will just destroy him and he'll go 110 plus, probably kick, kick a couple snags and uh, just make him look... Foolish and make us feel even more terrible about that decision at the start of the season. So that's my hot take. That I, that's spicy because McGuinness is like senior tagger. He, yeah, he is like you look 30, up tag in the dictionary and it's his face. There. Thirty like, for Josh Kelly. Sinclair in a quarter was tagged to like nothing. Yeah, Dacos laughs at that. He goes, "Nah, I'm I'm doing whatever I want." Because are you still bond for Brownlow, or are you, are you potentially nah, Dacos for Brownlow? I don't think Dacos is going to get there. They just they've just won too many games, Collingwood. They're a freak. I think he's going to get there. What a freak. Yeah, crazy. All right, have you thought of yours? <laughs> yes, my spicy take, and this is this is pretty spicy, okay. to be fair. I, I actually think that I'm going to go with, with some faith here, and I actually think that come Monday, I'll be printing you a new Captain Pickers certificate. I, I, ripped, it, I ripped it up. Um, okay. I'd, I ripped it Max up last Gorn, week. 160, confirmed. So, I, I just, you know, I, I like to have faith in the big boys. and That's, I, a, bit, I, that's a bit of a mild take, though. <laughs> it's spicy because you give what you've dished up in the last couple of weeks. Oh, I had one bad round, mate. Just because you didn't have bloody <laughs> dock either week we're, before. We're both going to die on that hill, are we? Yeah. Anyway, well, but, how okay. about we stop fucking around and we'll answer some people's questions. So if if you um did ask a question a bit further up in the comment section, just um copy paste it down to the bottom because we'll just you know try and work from the bottom. If you've got a question that you'd like discussed, I like this um, uh, this little spice take at the end here from the fly. academic bowl Dawson to pinch the brown low, and he's look he's been bloody amazing for fantasy purposes. He's and he's a bloody good player too. And to be fair, like there's a lot of other years where. His it season would've. would be worthy yeah. of a brown light for sure. But if Collingwood been... weren't dominating and like winning as many games as they would yeah. as they are, I 
definitely would have the Bont and Dawson right up there. But I just think the fact they're winning so many games and that like it's really Dacos that's getting all those votes. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough to beat him. But anyway, comment here from Reese. Um, Runs the cheer squad for the Lions. I feel oh. bad saying the bad stuff about the Lions. So he's we running, love the Lions. Running the West Australian cheer squad. And uh, what is he saying? An event on... Oh, an event on Sunday. We're inviting to the event. Okay, a few premiership players for them. Should be a good weekend here in WA. So oh, there's, apparently there's an event over there. Hit Reese up in the comments for, for the event. Lewis here. Taranto to Flanders and Mills to Libba. Taranto out. Taranto out. Flanders. That seems very spicy. Look, maybe that was the spicy take. I, I actually think I actually think that this might have been the first week that I haven't had Taranto in my big boys all year. Because I don't think I mean up outside of his buy. But have we lost faith in him? I just think that there's better options this week because there's a lot of decent options, and obviously he's averaging like ninety something since his buy around and the. Um, it's tough to keep putting someone in there based on what they were doing pre-buy. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to look at the evidence that that's right in front of you. And I, think I remember there was there was conversations like I think near the buy that it was like, yep, just put the captaincy on Taranto and just leave it there. Yeah. He's outscoring all of our, um, you know, all our averages from the captain pickers anyway. And uh, yeah, f- a few weeks so, on, that's. I wish I was know. that guy that traded him at the buys. That was genius oh, yeah, stuff. Great move. Um, okay. Look, Let's, I don't know about trading Taranto, but talk to me about Libba as an option because he is actually someone that I've looked at as well as a bit of a pod option because the Bulldogs run is actually pretty good it's coming a good, up. It's a good run. And and look, we talked about the Bulldogs carousel before, but if you trade in Bont or Libba, like they're, those, they're, those the only, they're the only two blokes you're not riding yeah. the carousel with. Like if, if they come out of the midfield, then what the fuck's going on? Richmond... Hawthorne, West Coast. Hawthorne, you're not tagging Libba if you're McGinnis nah. because he's the most inside of inside players. Richmond. Richmond lets yep. you run free. Decent, decent um, they're going to have their hands full with Bond. And you said West Coast in there as and well. And West Coast. So that's like a great three-game run. He's averaging 105 points. I mean, it's hard to turn pers- people away from that because we've been advocating for looking at matchups, and I know a lot of other podcasts and, and clever people out there have been advocating He's averaging 116 his last three games. So I think Libba's a great option this week. I probably should have had him in the trade-in target. So as in terms of a pod... Yeah, I don't I, mind it. I don't I d- mind it at all. Don't know I'd have the, the nads to go... Um, Taranto to Flanders, but for that one, um, Lewis. Next question is from Luke. Must be a good fella. Neil and the Tookster, okay, to Merritt and Flanders, or Took and the Berg to Flanders and Newman. I think I'm going first option there. Yeah, I think it's I'm bit, going the it's first option It's a bit more vanilla, too. but if you get Merritt in with that two-game matchup and then Flanders. Flan- the Gold Coast run, and this is part of, I selfishly want to ask a few questions for my own team, yes. but this is this is part of what I'm looking at, a potential to bring in Flanders this week. Um, right. Gold Coast run is not the juiciest no. of runs. But Adelaide, ha- Sydney, Carlton. Adelaide and Carlton are actually two of the hardest matchups for midfielders at the moment. So... My, uh, I'll, let's answer more people's questions and then I'll, I'll get in with myself. But I think Took being out helps Flanders. Yeah, um, I think so too. And this person here, Neil and Took to Merritt and Flanders, those are winning trades. They're winning You're trades, forced to yeah. trade Took. Flanders, he's likely to go back in the midfield. Neil uh, to Merritt uh, is just a That's a slam dunk right massive. there. Yeah, so I'd go that that's... first option, Luke. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mitch, we've got a couple of good names in a row there. Oh, Parish for value and a unique... Uh, or go Zeret. Oh, sorry. Parish for value and the fact that he's unique or would you go Merritt? This, we kind of answered this in terms yeah. of like, where are you ranked? What think, are you trying to achieve? I think it depends where you are. Like, if you're happy where you are and you're, you know, just trying to preserve rank or say you're trying to match uh, match up in terms of your head-to-head finals or something like that, yep. Yep. then Merritt's probably the safe option, you know, the more 
you know, guaranteed. Not guaranteed, but like, you know, the safety he's, numbers. He's vanilla, yeah, correct. Um, but I think if if you're trying to move up or you're trying to go unique in terms of a matchup, that's your that's your your, your strategy. Yep. Then Parish, there's there's no reason Parish can't outscore Merritt this week. Yeah, um, and he's cheaper. Maybe you've got yep. more money to play with next week. So yeah, I, I think Parish in that scenario is the better option. Virgil's asked, who goes first, Mills or Himmelberg? I'm going to steal a little bit. I saw a tweet go out. To, it was actually a poll went out today, and then I saw Warney commented on the poll, and it was who goes first, Mills or Himmelberg? And he basically said, if you if you either haven't been watching Mills or you don't own him, okay, that's the only reason you would vote Himmelberg, yeah. because Mills, <laughs> Mills' Mills's role putrid. has been putrid. So yeah. I, I think I echo that sentiment from the Warn Dog. And um, he's just clogging up that midfield spot. Correct. Um, I'd be moving on if Mills If you don't first. have him... You could have someone in there that's going 120, so I do think yeah. it is Mills. Yeah, Mills before the Berg. Uh, Romar to Gorn and the Tookster to Laird or Wilmot to the 200K and Took to Merritt. Uh, I love bringing in Gorn. Number one big boy. I've gone that first option. Spice Actually, it, it up. Yeah, I mean, it is spicy. It's, yeah. Oh, it, is it- hey, as Took Miller once said, let's go nuts. Like, let's, um, let's, let's go nuts. <laughs> say it again and make it better. If you say it twice, it makes it better. Go, go nuts, guys! Let's let's just get crazy. Let's let's bring in some some wild picks. I, I, was I that the one you were sort of think, building? To? Yeah, I was going to wheel something in there. But um, <laughs> I think I think that yeah, go on, go, go him. He's going North Melbourne, who have been giving up lots of points to rucks. Yeah, um, go a bit unique, and I think that getting in a, a Rory Laird. Like, he's been so consistent this year in terms of his high floor. Like, it, it doesn't feel like the Royal Lead of last season, but he's still basically averaging 115 yeah. outside of that first game. So, he's, um, he's a great option this week, I think. So, yeah, get him okay. back scoring. Tom, heard it here first. Uh, Lindsay, uh, in Bont or Parish, out, Butters, Neil or Cameron. So, my, my in from there would be echoing what Mitch said in terms of if you're looking to play a safe, if you're looking to match the crowd, go Bont. If you're looking to climb rank and... You know, potentially lose rank as well, but go Parish is a unique. Who would you be going out first, Butters, Neil, or Cameron? Um, I would get out Neil, I think, just because the potential tag coming, he's popular. Yeah. He's probably going to be dropping cash. So just in terms of if you want to trade him out next week. Yeah, it could be harder. Yeah, it could be harder. So, What's his break even? He'd have a high like break. One forty or one. Yeah, yeah. I can't see that happening. Yeah. The only thing I think in his favor is that he's going. They're going back west, aren't they? So, yes. so apparently he also plays pretty well against uh, Frio. But then again, What's revenge. If they're going to tag him. It's. I mean, it's a little bit far along to call it a revenge game, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like He used to play there, so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think the tag is too much there, so I will probably move on Neil as well. I'll yep. talk about that a little bit more in a sec as well. Um. Do you think Day to Ryan is sideways? If if Day, oh, sorry, I've asked you a question, then I've jumped in on you. But if if Day's your last guy that you want to move on, I don't think Day to Ryan is sideways. But I if mean, he was, all the trades are doing at the moment are fucking sideways. Like, I don't yeah. think being sideways is well, not necessarily because you would prefer you prefer Doc yeah, or guess, Sicily yeah, over yeah. Day. Yeah. So, that's so I don't think it's sideways. I think I think. I think um, <coughs> Ryan scores more, yeah, averages more, um, especially too. with that move with um, our mate Hayden Young going into and tagging people. Yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah. that definitely helps the grind moving forward. Yeah. Um, what have they got? Brisbane. Brisbane actually give up a surprising amount of points to defenders as well, especially the designated kickers, because I think from memory they give up a lot of points. They actually also have Optus three weeks in a row because they got the home game this week and next week they go West Coast. 
um, and then they play at home again. So three weeks at Optus. Luke Ryan loves Optus. Um, I don't have any data just to support that, but you know, it stands to reason that he likes that white ground. But you know, I, I think yeah, that's not too sideways for me. Okay, let's uh, jump here. The legend that is Bales is in the comments section. He says, if you have no cover on the bench, is it worth paying up for uh, Luke Nankovus? Let's see, 275,000. Cover's an interesting one. I don't don't think so. I think, yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, And obviously, Bales, like knowing where you're ranked, I know you're looking to get into that top 1K as well. So I think just be aggressive. If you We've cop- got a rolling lockout, and if you um, copped, if you did happen to cop a donut in the last four weeks, it would just be it would be terribly unlucky. But make your trades to try and get into that one. I, I think so. It, like cover is less important these days with the rolling lockout. Yeah. I also think like who's to say that Nank isn't subbed out and yeah. the guy you're getting in at 200k doesn't outscore him anyway. It could be. Um, it could so be the case. I, I think. I'm not trying to get cute with my rookies at this time of the year. I just want the cash on the field. Give me the most amount of cash that I can next week. And it might be the difference between me doing a double trade and getting players I like versus not. So um, no one's going to remember if you were ranked just outside 3K, you know, but if you go and you get inside the 1K, that's something to brag about. So so I I reckon just get that basement. Go basement now. Uh, Mitchell here uh, says need to choose one. Marshall to English, Sheasel to Doc, or Neil to Parrish. I don't think you go to Marshall to English. I think that's a... I'll talk about sideways trades. Yeah, that's I wouldn't a bit go of a sideways go one. Go on. Sheasel to sorry, Doc or Neil to Parish. I'm Neil to Parish. Yeah, Ooh. this week. Yeah, 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 definitely. Sheasel's Doc. Sheasel's been scoring well. I know there's the risk of what happens when Zebul comes yeah, back. Yeah, no, in, I, prob- I probably would still go Neil to Parish. Okay, I agree on that one. Yeah. Uh, Mills to Dunkley. That seems like a home run. Wilmot to Crows rookie, 30K. I think Mills to Dunkley is a home run as well. Yeah, right, and Wilmot to basement. Is the Crows rookie the basement rookie or you're not talking You're not talking Nank there, right? Oh, yeah. Anyway, but yes. Go as low as you can. Go as low as you can. Yep. Get low. But yeah, perfect trades. Windy to Crouch. Matt? Matt Crouch. No, nah, no, nah, it'll be Brad. Windy would be worth more than... Some people... No, I think that's Matt Crouch because he's saying that's all, he's can, all he can afford. Um, I heard some people talk about it and look... It's not crazy. He's been getting high CBAs, and I think he, uh, from what I can tell, I think we were talking to Bales the other day in, in our podcast that he's been doing well in terms of for the Crows. I think he led the league for clearances last week. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I think um, versus the Suns, yeah. Lions, 700K. Uh, we'll let it be known that Mitch took that one off, not me. I'm not sure, I'm not sure in about terms of if, it's not, if that's all you can afford, oh, uh, I'd prefer to go higher. Surely you'd be able to. Yeah, have a look at some maybe some creative ways to generate cash there as well. Like if you could. Windy to crouch. If you could take like a Neil to a, a Flanders to generate more cash, I don't know. Just look at look at different ways. Yeah, because Windy's 600 plus K, right? So. Yeah. Corey has a question. He says, "Legends, correct? Need uh, <laughs> need to pants my brother in our cash league." All right, let's get you. We got this guy. Fuck, fuck yeah! Um, I hope S- you're going to win. Sibling a bit of cash rivalries. Too. We know all about it. <laughs> Have to get Soldo up and can do so by either going Marshall to Gorn or Neil to Crouch. Marshall to Gorn. Marshall to Gorn. I think you're actually getting an upgrade there this week, which is wild um, to say. Marshall's not the top ten. Gorn's number one. I think that's an upgrade because although hanging on to Neil could be. Could be fucking rubbish. It, the, the points that you get on that Marshall you're gonna, to... You're going to crouch mm, Kelly. Mm, mm. What about... What if it was What if it was Neil to Flanders? Does that make any more money? Or is is, crouch, is Flanders our price crouch? I'm sure he is, isn't he? He's it? a little bit more... Flanders is like 
25k more than Crouch. Okay. He says he can go to Kelly as well, who's 800k. So he doesn't need that much money. Mm. Um. <sighs> Shit. Maybe I've got myself second thinking now. Neil. Well, what do you think? Is, is Neil getting tagged? Is Neil getting tagged? Because if he gets tagged, it probably is the right move to get off him. Yeah, and, I mean, um, my answer my answer is yes. There's two common... Like, if, if Longmuir had just come out of the blue and said, oh, we think Hayden Young will tag Lockie Neal and, and Hayden Young hadn't done a similar role the week before and Lockie Neal hadn't been tagged within an inch of his life the week before, mm. then I'd question it. But the fact that those two things did happen last week and Gold Coast tagging Neal led to a win, um, Hayden Young tagged... It was Dangerfield, I think. Yeah, Dangerfield. Led to yeah. a win. Yeah. That makes me just think it's, it's like, like it's, it's more likely. Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah. It's like, why would you why change would you not it do now? That? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, actually, I'm changing my mind. Let's, let's okay. go get rid of Neil. I think he's, I think he's probably the, the safe bet to go because, okay. yeah, he could drop another 60. And that's, that's shit. All right. We're trying to get through as many questions as we can, guys, but we know you want to have a play around with your teams as well. So, chicken lentil soup, uh, trade Took to Dunkley or. Parish trade Took to Dunkley or Parish, yep, and get rid of that red dot uh, with Mills as a bench loop, or could trade Mills straight to Whitfield or Kelly, and get rid of that red dot with Mills as a bench loop. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, no, you got to get rid of the red dot. I think I think you can't be you can't be rolling red dots and hoping you're going to get sort of cover and stuff like that. So I think yeah, you get rid of you get rid of. Um, Took and I think you go to Parish in my opinion because I think yeah just those matchups Parish is more unique than Dunkley at this point because everyone jumped on last week. It's a tough one. There's every like at this time of year. There's every chance it goes tits up, but it, I feel like you've got to back the logic behind your decision. And if your logic is okay, I trade I trade into matchups this time of year. Yeah, then this one's this one is on a platter. And the only other one I'd say is pretty is pretty. Good in terms of matchups is Libba as well. Yeah, Libba's matchups, <laughs> which is uh, are pretty nice as well. I like yeah. Strong's matchups. The but only thing is he plays Dunkley. Tonight, so. Dunkley versus Frio this week, which is good. But then Adelaide, which is one of the hardest matchups at the moment for midfielders. So probably maybe a good one this week, but maybe next week not as good. Yep. Um, um, yeah. This question here: Who's going to score more this week? Is it Will Day or is it Darcy Cameron? So Darcy Cameron obviously has no Cox. <laughs> Wait, hold so, on, hold sorry. on a second, mate. So, that's why I had to leave, him the, leave him the golf cart. <laughs> oh, he's, he's got an amputation. <laughs> okay, um, poor guy. Or Day, Day versus the Pies. i got a weird feeling about Will Day this week. I know he scored well last week, but it was against the Saints. i just got a feeling he's gonna, his scoring is going to dry up this week against the Pies. Um, I think <clears throat> it's a better matchup for Will Day. You think better? better... It's better for him. Than it is for Cameron. Because it's Hawthorne. Because of Hawthorne. I would yeah. go... I would hold Will Day if it was me. Okay. Um, but that's that's a pretty... That's a big toss of the coin, personally. So, But I'd, I'd just probably back in Will Day. I think he's got a high ceiling as well. Like He's gone over 110 a few times. I don't think Dustin Cameron's done that at all this year. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go Will Day. Tough one. Okay, in a word, who scores more, Bont or Steel this week? Bont. Yeah. I think so too. Steel. Who, what are, who do they verse actually? Um, Carlton. Yes, very tough matchup. Yeah, yep. Bond. Oh, so um, give me three words. Thoughts on Nick Newman? Only three words. Very good. Unique. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Well there done. You go. Well played. Uh, actually, I'll take that back. Pretty good. Unique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hedge your bets. Yeah. Hedge your bets. 
Oh, I feel bad. Lots of people commenting, but we don't want to hold you up for too long, guys. Uh, Who's the peanut? What's going on with the... What's the peanut emoji mean? I'm not sure. Would you go Parish over Dunkley or straight to Dunks? Um, like I think Parish over Dunkley. Now that I've said that, Dunkley's going 140, Parish is getting an 80, but it, well, it just I'm comes- going to die on the heel of that matchup. Yeah, but it just comes back to what you want out of your team. This yeah. week, are you trading for finals? Are you trading for rank? Are you yep. trading conservative? What are you, you know, what are you thinking? So, Chris, yes, uh, I'd be going to the 200k rookies from now on. Look, there are still 200k rookies that are playing. So, yes, I think at this point, you still want to get the guys that are playing for the bench cover. But I'm saving that cash in case I need it for the following week. So, yeah, I'm going 200k players from now on. That is my way of thinking. Use that 75k. Okay. Someone said they trust the big boys this week. Why would you not, mate? Why would you not? 120 well, last week, 130 the week before. For me, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Mitch, uh, another Mitch in the comments says, did I miss the captains? You did, but I think you can scrub uh, that, can't I you? Will, I will tweet it out. You can rewatch. But just to give you, let's rerun over the top five, at least. Number one, Max Gorn. Number two, Zach Merritt. Three, Jordan Dawson. Can't go VC. Merritt into Dawson. Just be aware of that one. Four, Sam Doherty. And five, Marcus Bonson-Pelly. Any... um. You feel, do you feel good about that? I mean, Bont's probably the, the hot take having him at five and not higher because I think a few people will be going him. But, yeah, Richmond. I, yeah. Richmond just, they fight a bit. But it is a very big game. It's a huge game tonight, actually. It's massive. I'm looking forward to watching it. I, I think that, um, you know, there is a scenario where we're crying into our beers later and Bont's gone one. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, but I just like the idea of VCing Zach Merritt this week. Um, you can, what? I think I think that's the way to go. You're trying to get out a shot or something. I, every time I look, it's not symmetrical, and I've, I'm like shuffle over, then you shuffle in, and then I look shit, so I got to shuffle in. So you stink, man. I'm just <laughs> <trying to laughs> it's because I got the dogs out, isn't it? Yeah. Let's answer one more question, maybe, okay. and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up and see how we go. What do you got? Um, you tick off Petrarca as a bit of a unique captain. Look, I do, I do tick it off. I think that is definitely a unique captain. If you want to go that way, you I can't think really it is. It, can you? Uh, they play on the Sunday. I think the first game. I want to say you could roll it into Sunday. Doc, could you? Um, one ten versus three twenty. The game wouldn't be completely finished, but could maybe halfway done. You could roll it into Dunkley if you wanted to. If you wanted to vice captain it, I still think you'd maybe vice captain someone else. But no, Petrarca, I think definitely is a unique play. He's number eight on the big boys, and I could definitely see him. He he is a guy that kind of beats up on some of those easier teams, and I think he had a one forty or something versus West Coast earlier in the year. So. Um, yeah, I think he's definitely someone who could could prove a good pick for sure. How beautiful. Sorry that we um, weren't able to get to everyone's questions, guys. It's nothing personal. We just want to make sure that you guys have time to play with your teams. Absolutely there, guys. Yeah, and uh, make sure you guys give this video a big thumbs up if you've been enjoying all of our Friday afternoon live shows. Also... Um, little selfish plug here, but if anyone is keen to start playing fantasy basketball, if you haven't already, or if you already are a fantasy basketball enthusiast, head on over and check out the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball YouTube channel and podcast. We are starting our uh, preseason run-up. We've just done the last couple of... Oh, I've done the last couple of shows going over the free yeah. agency period. You won't, won't get any of me on the basketball. I don't know my hours from out there, so. <laughs> I mean, One day I might get you on there just for... I, I can't keep up with the buddy team, teams playing every day and yeah, making it's a, trades it's, and it's stuff. A quick one. But yeah, just something a bit different. If you if you watch NBA and you don't play fantasy basketball, head on over and uh, come, come, you know, hang out with me and uh, watch some videos and... 
have a have a bit of fun. But go over there, guys. Check the one out if you're keen. Otherwise, we will see you guys on the show next week when we do our round review for round 21. Good luck, and we'll see you next time. Bye.